Spoiler alert! This podcast will discuss events in the most recent episode of the television show it covers. If you do not wish to be spoiled, please watch the most recent episode before listening. Dedicated to Showtime series Homeland, you are listening to the Homeland Field Division podcast. And now here's your host, Matt Murdick. And welcome to the Homeland Field Division podcast. It's episode 35 of the podcast where this week we're reviewing season 5, episode 5, Better Call Saul, which was written by Benjamin Cavill and Alex Gonza, who is one of the showrunners, and directed by Michael Offer. My name is Matt Murdick, of course, and I am from homelandfielddivision.wordpress.com. That's your one-stop shop for all things the podcast, back episodes, contact links, what else? Oh, uh, podcatcher links. And if you could take the time to leave me a review on iTunes, I'd very much appreciate it. If you do want to contact the podcast, you can always send an email to Homeland Field Division Podcast at gmail.com, or you can tweet at Homeland Field, because I'm sure I say a lot of things that probably you disagree with, or maybe some things that you agree with, um, but uh, I need to know when I'm wrong, uh, or if I people have differing opinions, so that I can think about this show along the way. I need podcast assets such as yourself. Another way you can contact me is to call the Rewatching Good TV listener line. That's 314-669-1840. Just say that you're leaving your feedback for the Homeland podcast when you do. And actually, I do want to start with a piece of feedback that I received this last week from our friend Snow Lisi on Twitter. She wrote an email saying that I've just listened to the latest Homeland Field Division podcast concerning yesterday's episode, episode four. Like with you, all the assumptions I had made about what was going on were pretty much thrown up in the air. At this point, I'm inclined to blame it all on the Russians. And I'm only basing that on Allison's use of Russian in the last phone call. Russians want Carrie dead and Allison is their agent. Why they want her dead beats me. Saul doesn't know, or does he? Maybe his sleeping with Allison means he's on to her. Anyway, that's my simplistic explanation, which I'm sure will be proven wrong by next episode. Keep up the good work. Well, Snowlisi, I think actually you were right about a lot of things. We did get a lot of answers this week uh, about the involvement of the Russians and Let's go ahead and just uh, start talking about the the episode. Uh, the laundry is finally hanging out to dry on Allison, so to speak. Um, thanks to her coldness to Saul and, of course, most importantly, her conversation with Ivan, uh, we know now that she is definitely Team Russia through and through. Um, and that kind of explains why she had lobbied uh, Tadar so hard to throw Saul under the bus instead of her. She needed to be part of this operation in Geneva, I guess, um, because it seems that the Russians are a part of that as well. Uh, and they're just trying to um, blame Israeli uh, intelligence on the whole thing about Yusuf. Um, and now she's in the next phase of that, uh, blaming the Israelis and uh, linking Saul to it as well. So she's trying to throw Saul under the bus yet again, uh, this time permanently. Um, we also get the confirmation that she put Carrie's name in the box. Um, though, I, I don't know, it, was it 
an explanation given that it was a link to the stolen CIA documents as to why Carrie's name had to be put in there. Because I just, I feel weird about that. I don't know if that quite hit with me, but just let me know what you think about that. And then what Dar is doing, I mean, his not trusting Saul, that was kind of astounding to me when he came in and uh, talked to Allison. Um, And then Allison, of course, gave information uh, to Dar as well, uh, which plays into her and the Russians' plan. But I just wonder, is it possible that Saul and Dar, uh, like Snow Lisi said, are playing this kind of long game on Allison after all? Or is it going to take Carrie uh, to put it all together somehow uh, towards the end of the series uh, about Allison in, in order to defeat her? Or will it be more in the short term? Is there something else on the horizon? There's still lots of questions. Um, but I can't help but feel like Dar and Saul are too close um, for this kind of division to be happening with them. And maybe they've been on to Allison all along. The only thing that doesn't that doesn't work for is I can't believe that um, if they really wanted Yusuf uh, to take over, if they got rid of the Syrian president, uh, why they would let him die, why they would let the Russians do this. Or maybe that was out of their control because the Russians did steal the operation files. Maybe that's the, the sh- long and short of it. But it doesn't seem that far-fetched that uh, Dar and Saul would be playing some kind of long game on Allison, and this was an unfortunate circumstance as a result. Speaking of long games, I mean... With all this tension that had been built up between Saul and Carrie before, uh, when they'd encountered each other, it was sure wasn't all that evident in her, uh, what, secret gum message or when he got in the car with her. So I have to ask the question, is Carrie still actually in the CIA? Is this job that she's taken with during, was that an, a CIA assignment? I mean, I don't know, actually. I'm just kind of throwing things against the wall and hoping they stick because I have to be honest, I I actually had a hard time hearing a lot of the dialogue uh, this week. And maybe I'll take another look at it later this week on the Showtime Anytime uh, app with the captions on to help that. But in the meantime, if, if, if I'm missing hearing things or if you think I'm misinterpreting things, feel free to correct me if you feel I'm wrong about anything I say. As I said before, that's why I need you guys as my own assets for this podcast. Um, And just let me say this about Carrie. She can be downright cold. I mean, she barely even acknowledges lying to Jonas and doesn't really offer any kind of real apology for misleading him uh, when he shows up with the medical supplies. She's asking an awful lot from him, uh, and and she doesn't seem very thankful, and she kind of just nonchalantly refers to Quinn as someone who is, I don't know. Uh, anyway, uh, there was one look that Jonas gave after she left that seemed a little menacing to me. Um, yet he was still going to stay behind and help Quinn and he did. But I have to wonder that if that guy that found Quinn did so because Jonas, you know, made a phone call to somebody. I'll talk more about Quinn in a moment. Uh, I want to get back to Carrie, but man, she's bouncing all over Berlin and, and having to be cold with just about everybody. She seems, you know, even when she gets a call from Jonas about Quinn being really bad, she has to kind of 
deflect that as well. And I think this is about her wanting to get back to her uh, child, her wanting to get back to Franny. Um, nothing else is important after, you know, after that, of course. So even if, if Quinn is a casualty or whoever is a casualty of, as a result of her being able to um, not get killed then or not place Franny in danger, um, then I think that she's going to go with that. Um, but it does make her kind of cold or seemingly kind of cold, even though I feel like her reasons are justified. Um, but yeah, she's bouncing around Berlin and it was good to see that despite the fact that Carrie and Astrid really kind of have a strong dislike for each other, right? Um, Astrid's still willing to help out, you know, even if it's only for the sake of her own feelings about Quinn, she does not going to let Quinn down. Um, I'm really not sure that what Carrie asked her to do, though, didn't get Astrid in some trouble uh, in the long run with her own boss because he was kind of giving her some awfully suspicious looks. I don't think they were nefarious looks. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to go that far over there, but uh, they were suspicious. Like, you know, he was wondering what she was up to. Um, and I wonder if that could cost Astrid her job somewhere down the line or something like that. Then you have Carrie going to Laura, who is an increasingly irritating character to me, uh, to find out about Newman. And But Laura kind of gets into the whole cloak and dagger stuff when she's talking to Carrie. And they're talking about Newman, who's he's kind of staging his own vengeance for what the Russians did to his friend. Um, but it's the conversation between Laura and Carrie that pretty much sets up the end uh, with Carrie and Saul. So... I guess it all was just kind of a means to the end for the story this week. Okay, let's get back to Quinn real quick. Don't you find it really ironic that a man that is seemingly of Muslim faith, uh, he's the one that keeps Quinn from offing himself, more or less, especially when you consider all of the Muslims that Quinn has killed. Um, I was really feeling it for Quinn in this episode. I thought that that last shot of his might be his last on the series. So that was really well done. But, and again, I hate the way that this show has tainted my feelings on Muslims in the show, not Muslims actually, you know, in real life, but just in the show, they're always suspect to me, no matter what. And I do wonder, um, this guy was really adamant about following Quinn around. So, my only theory right now is maybe we haven't seen During in a while. Maybe this guy works for During. Maybe Jonas called During in a moment of weakness or uh, because that's what he was supposed to do. And uh, as a result, this guy is following Quinn around. But then again, you know, like I said, I'm seeing villains everywhere because I just don't feel like that this can be just as simple as Allison and Ivan for everything that's going on. Um, but, you know, that's what I do, right? I, I guess often and I guess poorly. Um, so let me know your thoughts about who this guy is that is helping Quinn. Will he actually help Quinn or will it be something else? And I guess my last just comment about the episode is on a more aesthetic note, because I thought this episode was actually shot really interestingly and acted very well um, by all involved. And as far as the plot goes, the writing, I'm glad now that we have some of the early questions that we had laid to rest. But since there's still half a season to go, because we got this Allison reveal so early, there's 
going to be something much more complicated ahead. Uh, and uh, I'm just going to try and keep my head from spinning off of my shoulders uh, when that happens. Because, you know, that when things get crazy, I get confused. Um, but overall, I'm going to give this episode an 8, if for no other reason than the fact that we did get some of those definitive answers this week. At least a sum of our earlier questions. So that was good. And that's it for me this week. Again, Homeland Field Division Podcast at gmail.com if you want to share any thoughts with me. Or you can call 314 669 1840 to leave a voicemail. Or you can tweet at Homeland Field. This is Matt. Take care. Find all back episodes of the podcast and contact and social media information at Homeland Field Division Podcast.wordpress.com. Submit feedback to the podcast via email at homelandfielddivisionpodcast at gmail.com or by calling the listener line 314-669-1840.